It's time for Promo Corner's Industry Insider with Jeff Franklin, Stephen McFadden, Meg Herber, and Bill Petrie. Each Monday, they discuss, dissect, and debate a single issue impacting the world of promotional marketing from every industry perspective. The Industry Insider is only available at Promo Corner, the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry. Now, here's Jeff, Stephen, Meg, and Bill. And welcome to it. Darn super exciting edition of the Industry Insider Podcast. I'm your host, Bill Petrie. With me are the other three hosts of this fine broadcast. That'd be Jeff Franklin, Meg Erber, Steve McFadden, but we're going to get to them in just a minute. But first, we'd be remiss if we didn't thank our good, strong friends and positives over there at Logo Mats. You know, they have produced those quality floor mats that provide a cleaner, safer, and healthier working environment. They have mats for just about every single application. Indoor mats, oh, they got them. Outdoor mats, of course they got them. Counter mats, please. Anti-fatigue mats, oh, come on. They've got mats for every single possible use you could think of. Go ahead, think about it for a second. Exactly. You couldn't think of another one because Logo Mats has already done that for you. So if you want to learn more about Logo Mats, and why wouldn't you? Because the branding opportunity there is outstanding. We talked about it on a previous podcast. The margins are insane. Go ahead and visit LogomatsLLC.com. You're not going to be sorry you did, and Miles Wadsworth will be very happy to help you out or help have one of his team members help you out. So I, uh, as I said, I'm with Jeff Franklin, Meg Erber, and Stephen McFadden, and we are about to talk about quite possibly the most exciting topic we've ever discussed. Hold on just a second. Not that only we've only discussed. I think in the history of podcasting. So I hope you're sitting down, dear listener. I hope you have a seatbelt handy, whether you're in your motor vehicle or not, because we are about to talk about... Prop 65. <laughs> the most stimulating conversation we've ever had on this podcast. Still, mad, mad props on the uh, intro. Yeah. Like, that, like, uh, like 65 props. Hashtag- I was looking for a drum roll, but it just wasn't uh, quick enough. It yeah. Wasn't ha- quick enough. Hashtag false enthusiasm. So, <laughs> Meg, why don't you tell us all about what Prop 65 is and why we should care? And, right. I, and I seriously mean that. Why, why should we care? Well, we should. I mean, none of us want to have kids with two heads or anything like that i mean i think it's speak for yourself (laughs) i mean you do have double brain bill kind of did yeah he kind of put that cart before the horse before it was cool okay so california proposition 65 also known as the safe drinking water (laughs) and toxic enforcement act of 1986 how old were you in 86 bill (laughs) meg i'm so glad you asked i was uh, 17 in 1986 all right. So Stephen and I. I were don't like, think the other two were even alive. I was a, I was a thought. <laughs> I was one. All right. I was. I six. was. Or, I was driving to a Van Halen concert. I was drinking out of hoses. That's for sure. Nice. Yeah. I think oh, I yeah. was in my first trimester. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> this this act. Okay. So it details a list of approximately 900 chemicals and substances that are uh, known by the state of California to cause cancer, birth defects, or other reproductive harm. And basically what businesses they're required to provide a warning label to California consumers when selling any product that contains any of those um, those substances and California has really taken the lead on this and but I think I think the reason why we're talking about it now there's been uh, a new act passed not necessarily a new act but maybe an amendment to it but mm-hmm. anything anything manufactured after August 30th 2018 has increased in more detailed warning and requirements associated with this Prop 65, and that's when it took effect. So I think we'd like to delve into this, argue, 
make fun of Bill's kids, you know. Well, absolutely. <laughs> well, all kidding aside, it is an important thing, and we all have to adhere to Prop 65 if we want to sell into California. By the so way, your kids are adorable. <laughs> I love yeah, them. My, you know, my kids are good kids. They're good strongs. They're a little nutty at times. I wonder if there's a prop against them in California. I Maybe. need to check that. Hmm. A proposition. So, Stephen, tell me how this affects you. You're an East Coast distributor on the East Coast, which means you're on the East Coast. This is me killing time. So you're on the East Coast <laughs> of the United States, which, yeah, is far from the, which is far from the West Coast, which is where For California sure. is. So you're on opposite sides of the country. How does this mm-hmm. impact you? Yeah, if you looked across the country, uh, about as far <laughs> as you could go over to the East, that's where we'd be at um, here in North Carolina on the East Coast. And uh, we do sell into California. Uh, we do have some customers there. Um, most of the new, most of most of the Prop 65 things that we've encountered are handled by the suppliers. Um, you know, it's it's the part of the regulation that's been passed to to the products. Um, it, it, as Meg mentioned, there was a there was a uh, I think it was an amendment uh, August of 16, 2016 that went into effect August 30th of of 2018. And really, the it was just some of the verbiage that changed. Um, instead of it saying like, I can't remember what exactly. Oh, it's, it said instead of used to say it could contain chemical n- known to the state of California to cause cancer. Uh, now it says um, you have to actually list one of the chemicals that's on the product. And instead of saying contains, it has to say can expose you to chemicals. So like the example they give online is saying warning: this product can expose you to chemicals including arsenic which is known to the state of North uh, California to cause cancer. And then you have to have the website now on there, which yeah. and, and they uh, has the P65 warnings.ca.gov. And then you also have to have a little yellow triangle uh, with an exclamation mark on it. Um, how has that affected us? I, I don't, I don't know. Like it, it's, I, I don't actively look for things that do or do not have it because my assumption, and maybe this is a terrible one, maybe I need to get better at this, but if we're selling in the state of California, um, I'm, most of the, the, the suppliers I'm using are reputable and they have stuff on their website already that says they're Prop 65 compliant. Um, so I don't have to go actively looking for you know, their labeling requirements and things like that. I, and I not, to be honest, I don't even know how it works with things that we embellish outside of California that are not for resale, that are just giveaways and things like that I, I don't know can either either of you kind of illuminate that or well when I was a distributor I remember drinkware was very tumultuous I think I don't have to deal with it anymore but I Hence know some the safe drinking water act yeah <laughs> <laughs> like I couldn't ship mugs and people were like all right well ship them to them in Nevada and I'll go pick them up I'm like all right <laughs> but I think a lot of suppliers were just very quick to just throw a label on there back in the day like I vaguely remember just them doing that and I, know, I think now people are taking it more seriously so I mean are you can you even ship drinkware to California is that or just as yeah. long as it has that label okay yeah, we. I mean, we have we have. Um, I mean, like ETS, they've got one of their locations in Oxnard, so oh. they, you know, they it so, literally yeah. comes from California to people in California. Um, Are suppliers still yeah. charging extra money to put that lab- label on? I mean, I'm just curious myself. No, I, I don't I th- deal with it anymore. There was a there was a new there was something new about about the labeling and how it actually has to be on the each yeah. individual product, and I think it actually now can just be on packaging. Um, I, I, I'm reading something about that where it says like you can actually do some of this online. You can do some of it on the packaging. 
you know, drinkware itself, I think there's there's like little, um, little you know, like an embossed Prop 65 mark thing, but it's not going to have the 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 ingredients on it nor the 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 yellow exclamation point because it's a clear bottle that's been debossed, you know, so it's not like it's got um, all those label labeling on it. Like most of the bottles now just have to say like they're BPA free, and that's that's a an item that's on that's embossed onto the pieces the bottom Uh, of it right yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i know what we we have a whole page on our website and our resources it's like view the full list of what is is not prop 65 compliant and then sample pages of packing lists and then that exact label verbatim of what you read earlier so we have these samples that are there and as well as more information so but yeah it looks like you can print it right on the packing list so if you have two pieces one's a bag and one's a t-shirt as long as it's on there i think you should be okay I think the, you know, there's there's a big scare right now. Um, you know, I was I was having a pretty good discussion with a, a supplier about this. And how things are tested is is really interesting. Um, I'm not going to give out too much detail, but most of the testing happens overseas. So the the products may test out to have some of these 900 you know con- materials in it. So they test the product. Uh, they have to then put the the labeling on it and then ship it in. Well, let's say that the fact they do a reorder at the factory, reorders are traditionally not checked again. The, so, like let's say there's a difference in dye batches between you know one material to another. Well, it's technically the same thing, but we've all known we've gotten you know two tote bags or two t-shirts and they're slightly off color because one roll end you know one roll of fabric mm. you know, depleted and the next one came in. Well, that new roll most likely if it's a reorder. They're not retesting it. They just they just put the same labeling on it. Well, let's say it's you know the so the big scare right now is now that there's new, um, you know the new law went into place in in, in August of this of last year. There's like people like almost bounty hunting where they're going into stores. They're you know swiping you know products to see if it comes up with you know iron or whatever it is, and then they there there's always lawsuits now. Now to date, I don't think that there's been any huge ones that have gone through but it could it could be scary for the industry maybe in the future where people that sell for to retail markets or things like that where there could be people out there just looking for for lawsuits um it's it's a potential that's something that you'd have to be careful of and yeah, be aware the, of the prop 65 swat team busting down the door pretty you much what it is yeah <laughs> yeah so it's days like today that i'm happy that i work for headwear and not roundup um, <laughs> two, two, I just three. read that it's like a $2,500 per violation per, per day. day. That's yeah. insane. So luckily we don't... And that's really, even online. Oh, sorry, we don't, No, that's all right. We, we don't really have to worry about this too much uh, outside of like the inks that we use for printing. Um, and, you know, I know that uh, the biggest the biggest issue there is like just lead, you know, they test for lead, which, you know, we're yeah, lead. way, way, way under whatever the allowance is, which is great. Um so, I mean, we really don't have to worry about it at all. I mean, I know that our factory is audited and, uh, you know, we paid for that audit and we, you know, do the testing and all that good stuff to, to make sure that we're in compliance. But uh, it's just not something that we have to deal with. So I'm kind of – I'm a little bit out of the loop, so I'm sorry that I'm not able to, uh, you know, to con- contribute as much as I'd like to on this particular topic. But I guess one of the questions that I would have from sort of an outsider's perspective – is you know are there any teeth to this thing like what happens if you do import product and it's not labeled and but it's not compliant like who's testing it here yeah. statewide and what are mm. i mean 
Yeah. I mean, the California Attorney General's office is the one that enforces it, but mm -hmm. I doubt they're coming to Jersey and, like I said, breaking down the door of their Prop 65 SWAT team. But I again, know. I mean, how do you even know? Like, let's just let's just say you're, you know, handing out fidget spinners, for instance, yeah. uh, to to kids in California or to whatever, you know. And for some reason, it's not Prop 65 compliant, but they're not labeled. Like, what? Who's testing it to see that it's not Prop 65? Well, that's labeled? something different. That's more like the CPSI, isn't that right? Or yeah, I mean, with that, yeah. So that uh, that comes down to I don't think that's. I think that's what I, oh, I don't even know. I, I don't know if it's a law. Is that, does it have to be, or is it just like recommended the CPSIA? I, I do not. I don't think like, I'm asking my this. question correctly. Yeah, maybe not. No, Sorry. I, um, I get what you're saying. I mean, it, most of this stuff I think is going to end up being reactionary or it's going to be one of those TV commercials where, do you suffer from tinnitus or, you know, yeah. one of those things. Well, I think like, have you ever owned a fidget spinner in California between the, you know, the years of this and this, because it's been linked to having lead, you know, it's, it's going to have to all be re reactionary because yeah, I don't think there's police out there. That's uh, what I'm saying. That's <laughs> what I'm thinking. So, you know, cause like, you know, you know, in the instance of, you know, Roundup, for instance, you know, obviously there's uh, chemicals in there and causing cancer and whatever. So, um, if you are selling a product into this, you know, into California and it's not labeled, but it's not Prop 65 compliant, the only way that that would ever, in, that I know of or I'm aware of, that would ever come back and blow back on you is if something were to actually happen, um, you know, where it causes cancer and somehow is linked or sure. whatever. Uh, like you know, asbestos or is, you know, like one of those. You and know. I feel like in our industry, that, that like the chance of that happening is virtually non-existent no i mean what what do we sell in our in our industry that could potentially be an issue for those types well, of problems? i think drinkware is probably the closest we we would come because it's something that actually is going in that, yeah, personal that, care that, items yep too. that makes sense okay yeah. but you know well, that i think there was a whole scare with 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 bpa um i don't know what was that um yeah, it's interesting. So actually, as of February of 18, FDA reaffirmed that BPA is safe at the current levels. <laughs> so, so, but anyways, but still, it was it was a huge deal. We actually used to sell uh, to a lot of hospitals, and uh, still do. They we we were selling things right on the verge of when you know there was BPA bans in all the hospitals, and so we that was actually a struggle to find items that were properly labeled, and you know it took a month or so before. The industry just you know flipped its you know flipped the script and had BPA free on everything. But you know there was there was that scare. You know then that was more that was more nationwide. That wasn't obviously just just California. Um, but you know it, without sounding weird, I mean California just has a different way of doing things. <laughs> you know I, I yeah, think that sure. it's uh, it's it's not unknown um, for them to be the first to do something and everyone else kind of sits back and wonders why they're doing it. And I mean, not, not 900 items on the list. Is that, is that what you said, man? Yeah, approximately. Yeah. Yep. Should we go through and just read down the list? Oh yeah. Uh, in, in alphabetical to, order. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Just to, <laughs> so, you know, buy us a few more minutes. <laughs> well, I did. You know what though? Our, our industry. So back when we, I first started and I was a distributor for, you know, gimmies.com and I had to deal with this. Like I literally didn't know much and I and not much has changed either. But for the people that are coming into the industry now and they have to really worry about this. I mean, PPI does put out a product responsibility summit and I think it's yes. happening now as we speak this week or next. Um, but with that being said, 
you know, go and, and, and go send your safety person or send your compliance person over there. And, and definitely, I mean, you know, you just roll up like it's a, a brew through, but, um, it's where information it's where we, you, know, you go for this information. We're at least supplying and we're arming our distributors and suppliers and with the tools to be able to make these, uh, I don't know. What am I saying guys? They just, just go well, and I, find I out more information. I think what you're, you're getting at is, you know, don't, don't rely on us as your yeah. expert in Prop 65. You know, <laughs> That's exactly ASI, what I'm saying. ASI, PPAI, they have great resources to kind of keep us up to date on how it does affect the industry. There's there's classes at all their conferences. There's uh, podcasts out there that, or excuse me, uh, video conf- like video uh, conferences that they have to discuss it and the updates. And then also, you know, if you are selling in the state of California, I mean, talk with the supplier you're about to buy products from and just see if they they have any recommendations on what you need to do and and how to do it bill should we include a disclaimer in here that the industry insider podcast is not responsible for (laughs) anybody selling into california without uh being compliant it sounds like you did this podcast hey hey, hey, bill are you contains uh, you still you still awake there bill you had a lot of arsenic uh, some heavy breathing on your end no, I, I'm actually learning a lot. I'm taking copious notes. And so the question I had for you guys. Can you send me those notes after? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I, you know, honestly, happy to do that. I'll do that at a time of my choosing. Sweet. So what I'm happy, <laughs> what, I, what I'd like to ask you guys is, so do you think other states in the United States Union for People Continental Divide, all the, the other 49 states, do you think they should adopt something similar to Prop 65? Because no. I think... Oh, whoa, whoa, (laughs) whoa, Meg, would you please chime in and let us know your honest thoughts? I'll let you finish first. I apologize for cutting you Oh, trust me, I'm done. (laughs) I am beyond done. (laughs) I mean, first off, this Proposition 65 has been in in place since 86. I mean, how how many years has that been? Who's my math guy? Yeah, there's not even people who are that old anymore. (laughs) And nobody else has taken it up. It's just been a pain in the ass. 33 years. Honestly, wow, I am old. So... We, if nobody else has done it in the last thirty-three years, I mean, it's not taking, it's not catching on. I mean, let's move on, people. Let's move on. I mean, I get it. We want to make sure that the stuff that we're getting, I get like it, contaminated. But that should like, be just said. That should be just so. Said. What, you know what, what do I mean? people do though when they see the label? Do they not buy the item they were about to no, buy? No, they still buy. No, it. they still buy it. It's like the freaking, you know, the the cancer sticks that they sell down in Mexico, you know, also called cigarettes. When you go there, they're literally <laughs> like, there's no label on it. It just, it's a freaking giant triangle, yellow triangle with an exclamation mark. This causes cancer. Like, there's not even like. This I think they're all the ones cancer. that you buy here in the U.S. People too. are still rolling yeah. up and buying that crap, man. You know, like <laughs> not just in don't, maybe Canada care. too. Maybe guess Mexico, what? It's everywhere. Now. Guess what? <laughs> Everything causes cancer, according to these doctors. So uh, yeah, people are still going to buy it. We're, well, all, we're all going to die. As angry as Jeff is, it is important <laughs> that we do comply with Prop 65 and just I think honestly take the assumption that other states might adopt something similar. Um, they may just from a, I mean just from a safety perspective and yes is it overreaching probably but it's something that impacts us all which is why we wanted to have a dedicated podcast about it so does anybody else have anything to say before I wrap up this absolutely scintillating and exciting episode I just think California has more things to worry about a lot more than if than these any of these 900 chemicals or substances that are coming and for all of our listeners in California (laughs) please consider SNS activewear for all your apparel needs because we put labels on shit (laughs) because they put labels 
on shit. <laughs> and on that note, I'd like to thank Great. all of our. <laughs> I'd like to thank the three of you for having a robust, uh, scintillating, and eye-opening discussion about uh, Proposition <laughs> 65. I certainly learned a lot. I'll get those notes out to Jeff Franklin here in just a little bit. But first, let's thank our good friends over at Logo Mats. They thank are you. Thank you. Thank you. Hashtag we put labels on shoe. <laughs> Look, I just I just hope that anybody that was listening to this audio I was while doing the spot. I was doing the spot. <laughs> while driving in their car hasn't drifted off the side of the road. <laughs> they kept their helmets on. Miles Wadsworth, I want to apologize to all of you at Logo Mats, but we really do love you. Um, honestly though, all kidding aside, it's a great supplier and I know they're prop sixty five compliant because we've had the conversation. And you can offer your customers a product that increases their brand visibility while providing functionality in their facilities. That's just insane. It's like two, two, two things in one. So if you want to learn more about Logomats, go ahead and visit LogomatsLLC.com. You're not going to be sorry you did, guys. Actually, it was a good discussion. really enjoyed it. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Promo Corner's Industry Insider. For more great content from industry thought leaders, including podcasts, blogs, and videos, visit promocorner.com.